Okay. Um, so how many people did you invite? You know, you're supposed to kind of... I invite like six. Yeah, I, I mean, you realize that this is like a two-man show most of the time. You, you're supposed to It's well, It's, it's my show, the new sidekick, yeah. yes. But what if I don't want these people in? Oh, 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 that's right, they're here. Sorry. Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, maybe we should start. Yes. I pretend I didn't say anything. Okay. Welcome. You are listening to the Old Titans. This is John Paul, who um, is removing the foot from mouth, and to my left is the one and only B Man. No title this time. No title. So, no. Yes. No. No, long... no. No executive producer, co-creator, um, editor, writer, um, director. All that good stuff. Yes. So you're just B Man. I'm, I'm, I'm all that stuff plus B Man. Yes. Okay. And joining us this week, we have Hard at Work Nick and and Byron. Just Byron. Just, just Byron. Byron. JB, just Byron. <laughs> we tripled right. this podcast weeks ago, and a month ago, actually. This is the first time. Yeah. Well, technically, Hotter Work, Nick, they did a show what we're going to do today. Well, technically, we created Hotter Work, didn't we? You we created? inspired. We, we, we yeah, inspired. inspired. That's inspired. a good word for it. We gave you guys your start. And oh. we gave you credit for that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And actually, before they did the show, I did it. In the mornings under DC Comics Rush Hour as well for at least one of the topics. Wow. So this well, is like a third. But nobody listens to DC Rush Hour. That's just yeah, they, they might not. I don't know. But I'm the one getting invited on other podcasts too. So yeah. I've been to that podcast. Not theirs. I'm talking like national ones with stars and all this other kind of you stuff. Been, you been a national podcast? Yeah, I've been on one. I was actually invited. I can't go to the week they invited me, but I was invited to one. They were going to have the um, the lady who plays Cupid on Arrow. I really? need to co-host and interview her and stuff, but I'm out of town that day and can't do the podcast, so it's going to be a different week. Well, it's funny, because um, Star Wars actually asked me to be a cameo in the movie. Hey, that works. I couldn't make it, unfortunately. I was working. Yeah. What kind of cameo was? Uh, Jedi. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, there's going to be, I was going to be the hidden you Jedi. Were, were you were <laughs> the last Jedi? Jedi? I, I actually yeah. was the last That's Jedi. That's a huge cameo, <laughs> I, man. It actually wow. was me. You should have skipped whatever you had going on. I definitely I would have skipped for that. <laughs> Jump holding two days off. You know it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so as we normally do, let's get into the B-Man question of the week. Well, first of all, you guys should all be thanking me right now. Because last week I brought this question up. You did. Are we concerned there was no Star Wars trailer? It's close, close enough away... Two months away. We've seen like three by last year this time, right? Or more. Or more. I think there were about like two or three. Uh, I don't think it was more than three. But, but it wasn't silent. It wasn't nothing like right, what right. we've gotten this time. Right. Yeah. So after I asked this question, now, you know, Lucasfilm is a big, they listen to our show daily. Like every day. Every day? Even, Even though we don't put one out every Well, I put one out they, every day. Which, well, they, they don't listen to yours. I they think they invited John Paul on their podcast in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Lucasfilm might shoot the... He's not supposed to tell him about that. I had this one have a long talk. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, were you guys concerned about the big um, lapse of nothingness right now? The toys are out, but that was it. Just the toys. Nothing about these characters. Even right now, you still... And t-shirts. Okay. Merchandising it out. Okay, merchandising. But even right now, two trailers being out. The teaser, though. The teaser was very brief. It was extremely. Well, I mean, it was a teaser. (laughs) It was a teaser. I guess I hadn't really thought about it until you just mentioned it. Even right now, like Like, with the way ad campaigns are for movies these days, yeah, this one is pretty sparse. Okay, does that concern you? Concern, like I'm afraid they're not backing the movie enough. 
Or am I concerned it's not going to make money? Well, <laughs> I'm concerned about none of those things. No, not at all. Dude, he's going to make a billion dollars. Well, it's going to make tons of money, but you're not concerned this is going to be bad? Or this is going to no. be like... I mean, the way I see it, it could have been like a hyping mechanism. Like, they kept everything silent, and then when people were pretty much waiting, like, okay, we can't take it anymore, we need something, then they let something go. So now people are double hyped for this movie, I would guess. Which, by the way, I'm actually intimidated by Brian. Byron, he's much smarter than all of us, so just kind of like, damn, what do we do? <laughs> do not be intimidated. He uses big words a lot, too. That's one thing I'm like, ah, I don't know what to say. Right, I'm just going to start speaking slowly. <laughs> well, say, before, the, before the trailer came out, I was going to say, I was only I was only concerned that they might be they might be worried they couldn't put a trailer together that didn't spoil right. anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there might be no good clips they could do and not spoil anything. Right. So I'm not so much concerned, but that might be the reason. After seeing the trailer, I don't think that's the reason because not really anything got spoiled. I mean, no. not 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 anything significant to the story got spoiled. Um, so the only concern now is, are they just taking fans, you know, taking taking them for granted? It's like, you know, they're going to come see our movie. We can do whatever we want, as long as that doesn't start affecting the product. Right. I mean, well, that was my main thing. But like, maybe fans can see us regardless. We're Star Wars. People are going to come see us. I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see him too. No matter what, it can be Star Wars. It can be just race sitting there, drinking a beer. Star Wars, the brick. Like they're actually film a brick for ten minutes straight. Would watch it. I probably would too, because <laughs> the brick might move. You're right. Some so that can be exciting. Just, that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was concerned about that part, but now seeing the trailer, I kind of agree with that. Maybe there was things they didn't want to ruin for us. So I had to give bits and pieces. The trailer looked great, so. I'm okay now. I feel much better now. It's weird, though, because even the director I heard came out and said, if you don't want any spoilers, don't watch this trailer. And yet, when you watch the trailer, there's nothing specifically spoiled, so it almost makes me wonder if some of these things that you can infer from the trailer, he now just spoiled it by saying, oh, there's spoilers in there. Yeah. I mean, if it turns out out in the first, like, 10 or 15 minutes of the movie, some big mystery is set up, that the only way to resolve this mystery is, is Kylo Ren ever going to be in a spaceship firing at another ship? <laughs> well, okay, it's been spoiled, and at that moment, we'll know we saw too much in the trailer. Right, right. But there's no way to know now. Out of context, I, I agree. I don't think there's anything that... Or like, spoiled. I mean, one of the things that's clearly inferred is that he's firing at a ship that his mother is on and that she might maybe. die, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's all just inferred. If that ends up happening... I would say the director is the one that spoils it by even saying that. Yeah, because now we're going to be like, oh, wait, it could have been a misdirection, but the director kind of uh, confirmed that. What what if it's all mind games, too? Very well could be. He's using the Force, the Jedi mind trick on us. That I like. Well, the misdirection is a lot, because you figure the Force Awakens, when the third trailer came out, everyone thought Finn was the next Jedi. Mm -hmm. Everyone. He's got lightsabers to fight Kylo. This is him. And Ray's one of those maybe Han Solo-type characters. Mm -hmm. Complete different version. Although I still am convinced Finn's going to be a Jedi. I think he's more sensitive. I wouldn't doubt that. And it kind of goes into the uh, like debate on whether or not Han Solo was also Force-sensitive. Because maybe he is that, like, you know, you have Luke, Han, and Leia. And now it's going to be Finn, Rey, and Poe. One of those two probably are Force-sensitive, like uh, Finn or Poe. I mean, it could make sense. Do you think Han was Force-sensitive? And see, that's the thing. He could be, right? You know, he made the Kessel run in what? How, how much was it? 15 parts? I don't remember. Damn. 
<laughs> but it's around that yes. such a famous quote. Yeah, yeah. It's it's such a famous quote. Under twelve parsecs. Under whatever. twelve. Oh, uh, whatever. Something it is. like that. So, in order to do something like that, you need incredible reflexes. It's been determined that, like, typically force sensitive people have really heightened reflexes. So, maybe he could have been, you know. And you know, the force guided Han to Luke and Chewbacca. So, I mean. You know how the Force, it plays in mysterious ways type of thing? So maybe he could have been Force sensitive. I never considered any of that whatsoever. And now I'm like, wow. For some <laughs> reason in my head, I thought there was some sort of reference to the fact that you can only use a lightsaber if you were Force sensitive. Isn't that like a... It like concentrates the Force three or something? Or is that those things just work if you oh. hit the button? Yeah, it, it kind of just works if you hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> it's a button thing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Does using use it well it? and not slicing off your own foot, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah that's different. Yeah, um, <laughs> those things must just be available at like every corner store, right? Because everybody wants one. Well, I have one in the house. <laughs> I mean, working one? Kind of. It makes noise. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I honestly don't think Professor Proton is force sensitive, but he has a lightsaber every time he appears in Sheldon's dreams. So. I don't know if y'all watch Big Bang Theory. No, <laughs> you lost really. me on that one. Okay, it's Bob Newhart plays Professor Proton. Oh, okay. After he died, he now appears to Sheldon in Jedi robes, <laughs> a lightsaber. and Bob Newhart died? In the story. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> the Professor <laughs> Proton That's died. depressing. I like Bob Newhart. Yeah, he's that's alive. That's going to happen sooner rather than later. I hope you're prepared for that. Uh, I'm he's taking time off of that, too, as well, when it happens. Just... <laughs> B-Man disappearing in the morning. <laughs> so there is one other possible theory. What's that? And I really don't believe this one, but there is the conspiracy theorist and all of us that wonder sometimes, you know, you know, was there a second shooter on a grassy knoll? Or was there, you know, right. all those different conspiracy things out there. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting to drop this trailer. And they dropped it the day after the big Justice League trailer. Marvel and DC have always had this, you know... Friendly rivalry, and since Marvel is owned by Disney, as is Lucasfilm, Disney has possibly picked up this same kind of Marvel DC. Let's see what we can do to undercut type thing. I don't think Star Wars in general is even remotely worried about Justice League. <laughs> that's a name to speck in their radar. Like that's not even going to bother us at all. When exactly is Justice League coming out? Nobody cares. <laughs> well, funny you should mention. That. Okay, so the other. Going into the news for a moment, the only news I have for this week is the um, plethora, see there's a word for it, yeah. the plethora of um, <laughs> trailers that dropped this week. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, Justice League, Runaways, um, Babysitter. Babysitter, by the way, all of the trailers was the best one yeah. I saw. Pacific Rim 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, really? Um, there's one other one, I can't remember what the other one was, but there's, there's just a ton of trailers. Probably because this past weekend was New York Comic Con, mm-hmm. so they all were putting everything out right around that, which is why the conspiracy theory doesn't really matter. Right. They just now they could have been trying to undercut everybody and just saying, "Okay, there's gonna be all this stuff comes out leading up to it, including this weekend. We're gonna put our trailer out on Monday to kill all the interest in all the other ones, not because they're worried about them, but just out of spite, like." We're now Star you're, Wars. Well, you yeah. have to throw Thor in that, and that's that's a Disney property as well. Mm. Well, no, if anything, sure. that might explain the delay. I kind of let Thor have a nice long run yeah. of trailers before they started throwing next Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars ones up there. Yeah. The final trailer of Star Wars from Force Awakens was released during Monday Night Football. So they stuck to that. They stuck yeah. to that part. But that was the final trailer. So this is why I think this one's like one month behind or something. Yeah. I feel like there should be a third trailer by now. Third trailer for Star, Star Wars. Wars? Yeah. And this is only Instead the second of a one. first or well, second, I guess. Second or, or whatever. whatever it is. 
because yeah, so far they've had a teaser and a trailer. But yesterday, the day before that, they had a teaser to the trailer coming out. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, why do they do that these days? Yeah. They, they have a teaser to the trailer for now. Like, really? Trailers are big business, man. People will go to a, a movie they don't care about as long as there's a trailer they mm-hmm. want to see for it. If it's like the premiere. And of course, the trailer is two and a half minutes. The teaser is like 10 or 11 seconds. Next, we're going to get the blipverts. I don't know if anybody ever, anybody ever seen Max Headroom? Mm-mm. Yes. Okay. Blipverts were these really fast commercials. Blip advertisements or whatever, blipverts. Mm-hmm. Um and they would screw with people's heads and make them explode and everything else. And that was fun. <laughs> but what about three second teaser to the teaser before the trailer? I mean, we can get you know we can get really ridiculous. Oh yeah, could be. I, I don't well, know. Let's hope that like, doesn't just have like a gif of like uh, Luke Skywalker's hand or something. Yeah, like, and just three seconds. That's just it. That yeah. kind of was what this, the teaser to the trailer was. It was Luke's kind of lightsaber to see and says kind of hand. That was it. So. But I thought we, you know, our main topic today, we were going to talk trailers. I think right. we we're going to talk the two biggest ones. But since Aurora Bunch came out, I just wanted to see if anybody else saw any of these other ones. Like, I have not yet seen the Runaways trailer. I haven't either. I didn't even know that. Uh, my least. Okay. I'm excited and about this, that. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Joss Whedon write Runaways, the comic, for a while? He did not start it, but not he start. did write it for a while. Right. Yes. Okay. He took over for Brian K. Vaughn after several years. Yeah, this one, instead of going on either ABC or Netflix, this one's going on Hulu. And in fact, they get freeform. So everybody talks about, everybody's complaining about DC splitting stuff up, including me, splitting their stuff up between CW and CBS and Fox and NBC. Mm-hmm. Well, Marvel's really splitting it up. Yeah. Well, this, they've got four different networks they're putting stuff on. Yeah. Um, I feel like the only one they really seem to focus on is the Netflix stuff, since that's privately tied in with the movies. Heavily is strong, a strong word. <laughs> tied in with the movies. It's tied in somewhat. The rest of it all seems to be they its own the movies, thing, so yeah. they don't really care where it ends up, I guess. It's Could just be. like, we'll license the character. And you can well, they have four networks. Is it four networks? Is that what it is? They've got um, Freeform, which used to be ABC Family. Right, that's where Squirrel Girl is coming out? That's where the Squirrel Girl is coming out. And Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. I, exactly I think there's another one, too, right? Um, I don't know about them. Could be on there. but And then Hulu is Runaways. But they have a um, percentage ownership of that as well. Of Hulu, mm. so it's like they, except for Netflix, and maybe they own part of Netflix for all I know. I mean, just Disney, they own a little bit of everything in the world. I mean, but Disney is pulling out of Netflix too, so well, I, a lot so, of that stuff is going to. And they're about to start their own streaming service, but except for Netflix, at least they don't know the percentage. They own all these other ones, so it makes sense they would want to build up all their different properties. Right. right. But at the same time, if you've got a streaming service coming, why not push all of it towards your one streaming service to build up the the value of that one to get people, you know, not complaining they have to. Do it for one show or two shows, like Star Trek. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, anyways, but none of us actually saw that one. So okay, Babysitter. You saw Babysitter. Babysitter looked great. Chelsea Babysitter. Never heard of it. Yeah, I had no idea. I had not heard of it at all. I saw it on trending on YouTube. Right. And a whole lot of different people reposting and such. I'm like, what is I believe we posted it actually. I didn't. You might. I might. You might. So what's the premise of it? Um, it's dark comedy. Essentially, what happens is. This kid has a beautiful babysitter, you know, a little boy's dream. She's watching over him, like, I'm in love with this girl, whatever it is. And turns out she's this big Satanist mass murderer killer. Huh. It looks like it's starting as an American Pie type yeah, movie. It looks like, oh, I'm And in it love goes with... into American Pie meets Evil Dead. Yeah. Okay. So something. it's not really like a horror movie, but it's like a horror it, movie. It, it's it's, like it's a comedy. It's comedy. Totally yeah, comedy. There's, straight comedy. There's like four main characters on the bad side, like mm-hmm. her and then three of her friends. One of which was um, Robbie Mel. Robbie Mel, and 
they end up sacrificing one guy who the, the kid who's being watched sees, and that's the rest of the movie is almost like Home Alone. Right. <laughs> They're trying to stop, to stop this kid and kill him, and he's trying to escape away from them. Right. But you get all kinds of, you know, humorous lines. I mean, I couldn't deliver any of them right, but I mean, they're... There are things like um, when they kill the one guy and splat and blood flies. One guy's like, oh, I got a gun in my mouth. What? Dude, like two and three people have STDs. We just, I got blood of two different people in my mouth. You do the math. And then it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's that, kind of, that kind of humor throughout okay. the thing. It um, looked great. It's on Netflix um, starting yeah. Friday, actually. It looks Friday. It's going to be a movie, yes. I'm going to watch it probably Friday night. It makes, sure, it makes sense. Friday the 13th. Oh, um, oh, wow. Actually, yeah, I'll be playing Friday the 13th all night. I'm lying <laughs> to you guys. I'll be playing that game all night long. Oh, really? And then um, one other one. It didn't just drop this weekend. Um, that comes out this Friday, though. The Happy Death Day or whatever. Which I do believe oh, yeah. Hard at Work had a preview. Yeah, yeah. Hard at Work, Matt, just saw that last night, like a free preview thing. So how did it hold up? He liked it. He, liked he enjoyed it. Yeah. He said it's not... It's only scary in the beginning because, like, you know the premise. It's yeah. like Groundhog Day. So yes, Groundhog Day and Harvey. Once you setup, the scary stuff kind of is. You kind of know what's coming up. So he so, said it doesn't continually stay scary. So if you're there for a horror movie, you might end up being disappointed. It's more of an action movie. Yeah, action, Somewhat. some comedy. Thriller, whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked great. I'd say the name. The name's like really that's your name. You know, go with. My thing it's is, wasn't movie. there like another movie like that came out like just before it, like with the same exact premise? I can't remember the title, but like she's like in a car and she kept. Or is that Happy Death Day? Uh, this one, she keeps waking. Sure. She wakes up in in her bed each morning. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the previews showed her, you know, lying on her side. An eye opens up, and yeah, the music plays that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very much, you know, Groundhog Day, that same type of thing. But one of the deaths was in the car, yeah. at least that they showed. And I will say, I've seen two trailers on it. The first trailer was great. The second trailer, eh, not so much. Um, I think I might have seen like a different trailer for the same probably movie. yeah and then the last one before we get to the three big ones Pacific Rim 2 do anybody I did see that yeah. I wanted to but I just never got around to it yeah, I haven't even seen Pacific Rim 1 really which I Neither have I. Never gotten I've not. got it recorded at home and never watched it yeah it's a great movie for sure everybody raves about it i never seen it I don't know I've no excuse it's a fun movie I mean it's silly that's fine. For, if you want to see a movie with giant robots fighting giant monsters, that's yeah. the one to go see. Well, they're even talking. The production company is even talking about, and they're talking. They're probably not going to happen. It's probably to generate interest in it. They're talking about possibly down the road doing a King Kong Godzilla Pacific Rim crossover. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be great. I'd be so excited for that. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets as ridiculous as you can, but if you can go just far enough ridiculous, it just becomes fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, honestly, I remember. Liking that better than the Godzilla movie that came out at the end of the same year or the next year. Like, they just got the giant monster fights yeah. down better. It, just, yeah. it was more exciting, more fun to watch. Yeah, Godzilla was a good movie, but was in drug in places. King Kong, they, they figured it out. King Kong was great. On Universal. Have any of you Plus. seen uh, Shin Godzilla? No. Uh, no. So, it's basically, like, it goes back to its traditional, like, Japanese roots okay. of the Godzilla. Man in suit? Man in suit? No. No, no like, man in not suit? not even. Like, uh, I miss man in suit. I, I mean, those were, like, some of the greatest yeah. Godzilla movies, but to summarize this one, there is a point where Godzilla is literally, like, a laser disco ball, and there's just laser beams coming out of pretty much every part of its body. Like, you see Godzilla evolve from, like, a weird, like egg bug yeah. gross slime thing and then it turns into like the actual Godzilla but probably one of the most epic versions of Godzilla I've ever seen and it was incredible <laughs> cool. if you haven't watched it I would definitely recommend it 
cool. As long as someone says, let them fight, I'm good. I'll watch it. <laughs> so we'll get to the big two then. Um, we'll start with the one that dropped first, since it's going to be the one that probably I'm the only one who likes or loves or anything else. Uh, Justice League, that dropped Sunday night. Um, or no, sorry, one Sunday night, Sunday morning. It was Star Wars was the night one. So Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, wow. Justice League, the final Did you statement. wake up when it came out? Like, did you set your alarm clock for that? No, I was at church. Oh. I didn't watch it until I came home um, from church after lunch and watched it. Then. I was at church, too. Yes. Okay. That's good. Maybe. Um, I should have been. Anyway, so, so that dropped two minutes and 30-some-odd seconds or something like that. I don't know. Somewhere. Maybe it was 240-something seconds. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that one of the ones y'all talked about as well? Or y'all yeah. only talk? Okay. We um, actually talked about it because we recorded Monday. We talked about that one, and then okay. the Star Wars one we have to kind of tack on. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, I already gave it away. I thought it was great. And we, we, I, I can dissect it, but... Yeah, we talked about it a little... Me and you talked about it yeah. a little bit. But what did everybody else think in general? Well, I mean, I like the way... I was talking about it earlier. I like the way um, they portrayed Aquaman in this yep. one because it's a lot different than how it is in the comics. He seems a lot more, I guess... Childish or a lot more. I think like I a guess, jock. Fun. Yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah. I can yeah. definitely see that. Like, I just love the part. I think it was. Uh, he was basically that whole arc. He's being thrown and like throwing his spear yeah. at enemies, and then Cyborg catches him. My man. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I just I I've enjoyed that like banter from yeah. him, and I mean Jason Momoa. He's like he's a great actor too. I think he was a great pick for like Aquaman. Yeah. I- after you talking about, you didn't really, well, I think, because you said well, you didn't really like that, but when you were talking earlier, all I could think is suddenly, if you mixed Khal Drago, I mean, that's since he played Khal Drago, right, yeah. if you mix Khal Drago with Stifler from American Pie, <laughs> if you mix those two characters together, that's kind of what you have with Aquaman here. Yeah, that's what it seems like. <laughs> oh, does that, that feel okay? right to you for Aquaman? It was fun. Yeah, I will say that. It was fun. Um, he's had characters, that maybe not as juvenile as Stifler, yes, but he's had, he's had variations of his character that have been more... Barbarian like, mm-hmm. and so it fits closer to that. Right. I like the scene in the first trailer where he saves the guy, the fisherman from the water, and he yeah. walks into the bar and he drops him. And he says it's on him. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I like that. But yeah, this one is going too far for me. I'm like, I, I'm right there with you. This is a guy it. I would not want to hang out with. <laughs> Actually, I probably would because honestly, I would hang out with Aquaman. I think he's biggest No. <laughs> what I would do is, if we're best friends, I'd be the biggest punk in the world. I like pick a fight with anybody around me. Oh, you probably me? You probably this guy too? He just like <laughs> he just puts his like mug on the ground table and just looks over and like grunts or something. He's like, all right, yeah. yeah. If you can get him to befriend you, cool. But I just think he's gonna bully you. And call you a nerd. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And he's gonna go to the gym, work out real hard. I'll go to the gym and watch him work out. Gym on the water. Boy, bench press me while he's doing his workout. That's <laughs> what it is. I ain't gonna lie to you. Probably a couple of us, one in each hand. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, I still kind of laugh at JP. And, I mean, you hated Spider-Man, or you didn't like Spider-Man because it wasn't Spider-Man. No, I enjoyed the movie. I didn't think he was Spider-Man. Right. But Spider-Man again, has had one identity for all of his career. Aquaman has gone through variations. These characters aren't the Justice League characters I know. All right. Superman's backstory, completely wrong. You and I agreed on that totally, right? Well, the his, way, parents, his parents. The way, the, right, the way he was raised, his, totally. his backstory wasn't wrong. It was his parents' right, okay. version. Right, yeah. So the way he was raised, essentially, is wrong. Yeah, although he, he went against their raising and did the right thing anyway. Which is ag- exactly what he doesn't okay. do in the comics. Okay. Batman's perfect. Okay. Um, Wonder Woman's good. Flash is not Flash. The Flash from the TV show is Flash. That's, this Flash is totally different. 
We haven't seen enough Flash for me to know yet. Because he's coming across as the Wally West Flash. Even though he's Barry, he's Allen. Barry Allen. He's coming across as sort of the Wally West one. Which is medieval what, armor. Which is what most of the people in the general public know. Because that was the version of the Flash they did for the Unlimited, Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. See, I thought Wally West was more like flashy and cocky. Yeah. Whereas this guy seems like like, like ultra nerd. Yeah. yeah. He and just like seems super socially awkward. Well, that would be more Barry Allen. Yeah. But I, I was saying Wally from the the humorous, fun side of things. Right, I, I yeah, yeah. It's, he'll be comic relief. Yeah, the comic relief. Wally West was the more comic relief okay. style. I guess that's what Whereas I was Whereas Barry is more your typical hero I mean, archetype. I love Grant Gustin as Flash from the TV show. I haven't seen enough from what I've seen from this guy in the movie. Uh, what's his name? Ezra or something? This might be Ezra a Miller. question. Miller. I thought yeah. they were like, I thought they pulled that Flash from the TV show. No. 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 Completely different actor. Yeah, they're different specifically universe. trying to uh-huh. separate it. Yeah. Interesting. So, I don't care for him. Cyborg doesn't look... He looks like he's a green screen. Or like, uh, like a CGI. Yeah, like I can't see a guy being there. He looks exactly like Cyborg in the comics, though. Yeah, uh, he does. He really does. And um, so, did I, watch, did I enjoy it? It was alright. It wasn't bad. Yeah. The, the problem I have, and this is going back to... I keep bringing up old source here. The best trailer I've seen in like, the last... Five years. To this day, was Suicide Squad. That was mm. the best trailer I've ever seen in my life. That's why that movie was so disappointing. That when I saw that movie, I'm like, this is the biggest pile of, in, you know, I love that, that trailer. I, I ever, but the trailer was so good. Oh, yeah. I watched the trailer a hundred times. And I saw the movie, I'm like, what am I seeing? Oh, the, oh, that's a good part. I saw on the trailer. Okay, move on. And then, and that's what I'm afraid of with this. I've been so disappointed with DC up to this point that I'm like, I just, I can't. I can't get, I can't back this. I'll say one phrase. Okay. Trust in the Joss. I trust in the Joss. The trust problem the is Joss. that Josh only... He didn't have enough time. He didn't have enough time. time. <laughs> his own. He, he, when you t- I mean, I don't know, man. Zack Snyder, I don't trust it at all. And he did most of this movie. He did most of it. You're right. So, uh, again, I feel bad for what happened to Zack Snyder. I really, truly do. But I just, I had no faith in this movie being good. Zero faith. Oh, I just, I will say, I love the trailer. I thought they did a good job of the trailer, of building in the story. You figure out, okay... Here's the general flow of the movie. Here's what's going on. Here's how the characters interact. You got kind of in a two-minute window. Like the whole history. You, you didn't get all the mysteries and secrets and spoilers, right. but you got here's what to expect from this movie right. and the whole right. thing. Which is why, to segue into the other one, I was more disappointed in the Star Wars trailer. And that I'm going to love the movie. That gonna, blows my mind. I know I'm going to love the movie, but I was expecting the same kind of show me the flow of the movie. Show me what's going on. Right. And instead, we got lots of little clips from completely out of context, like we were saying, out of context with him, Kylo flying through, you know, blasting at something. I'm just going to look like it's mom. But, but all those does? scenes, if you listen to the voiceover, they fit what's being said. See, I had goosebumps watching the Star Wars. Oh, sure. Yeah, I had yeah, yeah. literal goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to say, I <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge buff for, like, the Star Wars space combat. Like, I just love the ship design. I love how, you yeah. know... Different ships go in and out of warp speed, uh, hyperspace, or whatever. It's just super crazy. When I saw the Tie Striker, Kylo Ren's Tie Striker, like I, I lost it. I'm right there with you. Actually, I, I, I love his ship design. Um, like I don't know. Have any of you played on um, Battlefront? Um, I have a know. billion times. Like, yes. So and no, no. <laughs> so actually, what, no, you have. Okay, for a few seconds. But <laughs> you could crash in the tight uh, X-wing. Okay, the VR one. The VR one. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun. But whenever I play, I love to play the tie interceptor. It's just 
something about the way it's agile and it's super fast. And you imagine a tie interceptor times like 50 when you look at the striker and it's like, I want that ship. Like if I could, that would be, I would, I would take out Kylo Ren and take his ship if I was in that universe, <laughs> essentially. I just, See, I've never heard of a tie interceptor. Oh. Never heard, never heard the phrase. Gotcha. I saw him in a ship. <laughs> it was cool. And I agree. I love the space stuff, the designs of the ships, so much more than Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I love watching Star Trek. That's for the characters. Right. Star Wars, you get all of the rest. But I think we've seen so much and so many variations and so much by now. One more just doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me anymore. It's like, well, it's one more ship. Gotcha. It's one more variation. Doesn't mean it's not cool. Right. It's just one more. It I want to know mean. what the characters are doing. Right. That's, that's right. what I really want to know. They we don't, don't want to give away too much. I get it. I understand. But we, you know, we didn't get anything. Oh, hey, here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is why Star Wars is much better than your DC junk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just going to say right now that Star Wars has learned, and my boys learned this too, actually. They don't beat you over the head with story. Mm. They know you want to go out there and see a fun, exciting story. Fun, exciting, uh, little cool parts, but a lot of fun action scenes. DC's like, I'm going to tell you this really long, drawn-out, boring story that has superheroes in it. So let me get it straight. What yes. we're talking about is Marvel, and by extension, Star Wars, Star Wars yes. stuff. But Marvel has focused for years on art and the story. Hey, let Todd McFarlane write it, because all we care about is the art. And DC... Art's important, but let's make sure we have Alan Moore's and Jeff Johns oh, and people no, like that. No, you're making the greatest writers out there. Is Alan Moore writing these DC movies? Is Jeff Johns? Well, Jeff Johns is, yes. Yeah, Jeff Johns is. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that has always been a major difference between Marvel and DC. Right. And if that is the lesson they're learning is to make it more about the visual and the action than about the story and because the characters, that's the wrong direction. No, so, see, you're wrong here. I mean... <laughs> see, the thing is, you definitely need a balance, but... For some people... And there is a balance in the Force. Thank you. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Palpatine made sure to that. Yes, he did. Hashtag Palpatine did nothing wrong. (laughs) 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 But, you know, you need that balance between the visual and the story. Because, I mean, yeah, you can have really, really great visuals, but if the story is, like, lackluster, then it's like you went just to see, like, like you were saying, it was just, you know, huge art poster, right? You have, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I thought it was a great movie. Really great. Like, there was a lot of effects, you know, a lot of quirky conversation. You know, the characters were really great and all that. But then, like, halfway throughout the movie, you're like, listen, like, the story kind of just frazzles out. And you're like, where did everything kind of go in that regard? So, that's kind of like what you were saying with, like, Marvel doing the whole art, artist type stuff and not necessarily focusing on the story. We need a balance is basically where I'm going with that. And you're saying it's not the right direction to be going if you're if just they go too far. If yeah, they go too if far. they go too far off. Yeah. But I mean different people like different things. Yeah. Yeah. They course. do. Yeah. Um Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Byron takes a lot of t- I get a comprehensive thing he says first and I'm like oh. <laughs> now, again, like I said, everything I saw in the Star Wars trailer looked really good. I didn't see a single thing negative. Well, I'll take it back. I saw one potential negative and one that was sad. But I'll come back to those. Most everything I saw in there looked good. I know I'm going to go to this movie, and I'm most likely going to enjoy this movie and love this movie. If I had not seen the trailer, it would have been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I just expected more. That's why the trailer didn't do as much. The two things I saw, okay, the little bitty furry thing. The pop, it's a I, I'm worried about that thing. Why? 
depends what they do with it. This, is, no, this goes back to my thing I was saying a couple of days ago that you hate animals. No, I don't hate animals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what are they going to do with it? Are they going to... Do you want them to fire out the TIE fighter? Is that what you want them to do? I mean, what do you want to happen? Are they it's screened. Are they introducing them strictly the way um, Steven Spielberg used Reese's Pieces so they can sell more candy and make more money? Mm. Or is it actually an integral part of the story? If it's there just to sell stuffed animals, then... E.T. loves Reese's Pieces. I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, they're pretty good. I mean, they're delicious. Oh. I love them, too. I've taken a lot. And the other is, they kept showing Leia the exact same shot over and over. Do we see anything other than Leia looking somber and sad and sitting in a chair or standing next to the chair or whatever it was? You know, she just died. I know. I, I'm so just saying, I'd be sad, too. Well, what I'm worried about is... Is that all we get of Leia in the entire movie? Like, does she not like, have much more? Is that the only more? footage yeah. they have? <laughs> so, so it's not about her. It's The sad part is, is that all we get? Yeah, was I mean, was most of our footage supposed to be in episode nine, which sad if if we don't get all of that. And, she, and they're really just going to have to stretch this footage and make it work. Right. Um, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's hard to, hard to tell with what they gave us for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just really hoping that Leia has, like, a scene where everybody's like, oh, wow, she's so badass. Because, I mean, you look back to, like, the first couple of um, movies, and it's like you had this quirky star princess, essentially, and she was just kicking everybody's ass. Like, I I hope we get to see at least a little bit of that, or a more mature version of that now that she's, like, a general, essentially. That's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm just throwing this out as a question, movie-wise. Could Leia kill Kylo? Out of all of them out there between Leia, Han, and Luke, I think Leia has the... Most reasonable sense that he needs to go. Yeah, Leia was always the most like pragmatic out of the trio, so I feel as if she would have like she would do it if it needed to be done. Basically, Han was a softy. Everybody kind of knows that, and that's probably why he couldn't do it the first time. But I think if Leia was put in the opportunity and she knew that the galaxy was at risk, she probably would have done it. Oh, I don't. Th- I don't think she'd do it either. I don't think Luke would do it. Like I said, Han didn't. I think there's only one character in all of, Chewbacca. of the no the heroes. No problem doing it. I think honestly, the only one who would do it is programming didn't stop him. Is R two? I think R two would take Kylo out in an instant if he could. Really? I really yeah. think R two would do it. He's got that robot logic, man. Yeah, cut right to it. Mm-hmm. Like, like who's he coming? <laughs> You'll be standing like on one of the banisters that have no rails for some reason. There's always a long pathway. And what is no with rails? There's <laughs> nobody R2, like yeah, this unassuming R2 unit's coming your way. Kylo's not paying any money. Just bumps into him, knocks him off. <laughs> like if you get a case of vertigo in the Star Wars universe, you're dead. Yeah, Man, you can't, you're gone. And they already established with. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's character, you just push him out a window, they're That's dead. It. No yeah. matter how powerful a Jedi well, you are, gravity... Actually, apparently, gone. he's alive in um, that universe. He never died. No. I wouldn't be surprised if he was alive. Because, I mean, you could survive that. Like, he was shocked. Yeah, Palpatine survived his own shocking, and he just got his arm cut off. Anakin got, like, his whole body cut off. I'm pretty sure he can survive. Like, and Luke did a big fall in Empire Strikes Back, too. That's why I said that, because I always thought that was dumb, that that's how they killed that character, but... They imply he's alive. I think uh, Lucas then himself said he's still alive. Yeah. He's Snoke. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, would cool. that would be, be interesting. Cool. Yeah, I would love to see him come back into the movie. Yeah. I, I, I mean, as bad as the original trilogy, I mean, the prequels were. I'm sorry. I take that back. I apologize. It's a heartburn from the. Ch- I'm sorry. Um, he Samuel Jackson, Mace Windu was a great. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi was great. Jin was pretty good. Obi Wan Jin was pretty good. But though, like, I would love to see Mace and Obi Wan come back again. I would love to see that. Obi Wan, yes. Uh, been you don't think Mace, huh? I, I, 
All the new ones they created in the first trilogy, I just really didn't care. He didn't do anything. Right? I think he was very practical. He, like, pragmatic guess. Oh, I, that he realized what needs to be done. Yeah. And he's willing to do it when most of the Jedi's weren't. He, he, was, he was that fine line. Between. The character on the page was nothing there. Anything that people liked was Sam Jackson. Yeah. Because yeah. Sam Jackson's he's awesome. Coolness into something that a character was. Sam Jackson being a Jedi. How awesome is that? He's it's pretty awesome. But my point is, if they had taken the time to actually write a good character, it could have been so Well, much Lucas better. can't write. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> he really exactly. can't. That's true. That's true. Um, just don't bring back Qui Gon. Yeah, as long as you don't bring back Qui Gon. You didn't like Qui Gon. I didn't huh? like Qui Gon at all. Really? Okay. No. I mean, he was like the first, like hint towards a gray Jedi and that's going to be like a major theme I feel in this new yeah. like trilogy I think it's because of the actor well I like the actor Liam Neeson <laughs> at that point he was in everything he was like mm. the main character in everything as well he should have been uh, I, I, I just don't see it he is not that if cool Jin made the uh, Taken speech <laughs> like you stole my Anakin and get that speech back <laughs> you turn Anakin we're fine and that's, that's the greatest that would be pretty funny. I'll tell you this. The way this movie will end up being the greatest Star Wars movie of all time, and I know it's not going to happen, but the way it'll be the greatest of all time is if they kill Kylo Ren in the movie. What? If you can kill Kylo Ren, then, then you're, you're set. I, that would be like complete blindside. Like, people no. would probably not expect that. No, they probably they wouldn't. But that would be perfect because then we don't have to get any more Kylo whining. Oh. Kylo whining well, is see, just... I'm Man, actually I wish Matt was on this show because he would have some words for you. Right <laughs> He's like Anakin. I mean, Anakin was super. Skywalker is in general whiny characters. Exactly. Anakin was very whiny. Luke was extremely whiny. But, but I don't want to see them build the main bad guy out of a. But I'm a bad guy. Believe me, I'm Darth a bad Vader guy. was Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker. He was the whiniest character. But not when he became Darth Vader. Once he became Darth Vader, he didn't whine. <laughs> it's coarse and Think rough. About it. Once he was Darth Vader, did you did you hear James Earl Jones whine once? James Earl Jones is capable of whining. Right. So I mean, he didn't if James whine. Earl Jones whines, he's like Black Bolt from in, in Humans. If he whines, his world collapses. Okay. But you have to understand too. In the original trilogy, Anakin is technically dead. So he's not really going to be whining. He's a completely different person. So, I mean, that would explain him not whining. I take it back. James Earl Jones did whine. And episode three. No! That wasn't James Earl Jones. But that didn't exist. That, that existed. Wasn't yeah. James Earl Jones? No. I don't, I don't Jones. think so. In episode three, like towards the end? The very end when he does the whole Frankenstein monster thing? That mm-hmm. wasn't, are you, I don't think I don't think that I was believe James. that was James Earl Jones. Uh, Jump Look it, it was bad. Google it, was, it. Either way. I, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> it. It was bad either way. It doesn't exist. My take on Kylo <laughs> is, he's not whiny per se. He's psychologically tortured. Yeah. Yes, I he's, agree with that. That whole I movie, he's writing that line. Do I want to be good? Do I want to be bad? And then, of course, he makes a hard decision at the end of the film, which is where we are now. But so see, would kill I don't him. think he's going to be whining anymore. I think he's he's trying to solidify his place on the dark side. I, that's that. That is why Nick is a genius. Yeah. Well, maybe he won't whine. If he doesn't whine anymore, that's great. Now he just needs to cut his hair and get rid of emo, you know, emo Vader. You got to cut his hair. Listen, you hippie. With the long hair. I've seen you long hair before. His, his is more... I mean, when you take off the helmet that you've been in for hours and should be sweating and everything else, <laughs> you take it off and have this wonderfully perfect... Do that's just no. Oh, I, I mean, just if Darth didn't get all his hair burned off, he would have grown the most gorgeous hairdo he could have. Emo Vader. No, I, just, I don't want. I, smell em, it. I don't want Emo Vader. I don't want whiny Kylo. I, I, I want you were right. Cool. I didn't he, he, was, he was. He was portrayed by James Earl Jones. Thank you. Whiny. He's just. He, he didn't know what he wanted. And 
He was a very tortured soul. I think he was mm-hmm. so impatient, and when somebody else came out there with big power, he was just like, what the heck is going on? He wanted to be feared. He wanted to be respected. Yeah, the actor did a good job of being, like, just confused and, like, well, yeah, I'm sure, torn. I'm sure, I'm sure the actor did what he was told to do, the same way... Um, Hayden Christensen was told what to do, but that didn't mean we liked. No, Hayden Christensen can't act yeah, way I don't think, out. I don't think Hayden Christensen or Natalie Portman were told what to do. <laughs> they were lost. So they made up. Just go. They made up. Just read it off the page. It's fine. <laughs> One take done. I don't know, um, but we don't have very long to go. So to answer your earlier question, Justice League, November seventeenth. November seventeenth. Okay. And then I can be the opening day, Baron. God no. I need to be there for Star Wars opening oh, day. Um. Well. I want to be, and I mean, the, the only problem I have with that is, like, those lines are, like, crazy. They're super, super... I might be there opening night, like, the not the day after. Well, that's why I buy tickets first and for premiere seating. Yeah. That's why I didn't. I didn't bother waiting with that stuff. I probably should do the same. But, like, if you don't get there early enough, like, the line's out the door and you don't have a good seat. I'd much rather watch it when I have, like, a, you know, at least not as crazy as in... Like a night, because I went for the um, the Force Awakened, and if we didn't get there when we did, like we would have been like all the way out the door. That's, that's part to me. That's part of the experience. You I mean, mean when no matter what the Phantom Menace ended up being, when it came out, that was an event, and me and several others went along with a couple hundred other people and sat in line overnight to buy tickets. Oh I mean, I showed up at eight o'clock at night, and they didn't open the box office for tickets till ten o'clock the next morning. Oh my goodness. And we stayed in line. We bought ours online. I'm actually fan of this. <laughs> this was it was it was the experience. I mean, we had so much fun. The, all 200 people, we were having so much fun. See, you know, I did. I had the perfect plan for that. I went to the midnight showing, and I hate big lines. I can't stand big lines. So what I did is had tons of Mexican food all day long, and I sat there. You cleared that and line. Nobody out. was sitting near me. <laughs> Put my headphones on. Well, on I played my little Game Boy. I was people left me alone. On that note, yes. Oh, sorry, that just that threw me. On that note, <laughs> our time is almost up here, so we probably ought to find out what the B-Man has come up with for his question of next right. week. So, Justice League, big thing coming out, you think at least. Uh, Star Wars, big thing coming out. Is it possible Thor Ragnarok is going to get swallowed up, or will that be the surprise hit and beat everybody's expectations? Right. So that'll be the question for next time, boys and girls. And... Anyone else that might be listening, like porgs or whatever those things are. You hate the porgs, man. <laughs> you hate like animals. <laughs> All right. Well, for our guests. Art at Work Nick. And Byron. I'm not the guest. It's my show. And then I was going to us. And then oh, okay. the, the regular hosts, the old titans themselves. B-Man. And John Paul. We are out of here. That's right. Get into the dance. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It took me a month to get into it. <laughs> I do now. <laughs>